Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Three, your time check is brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler with Jamie Rivers, I'm Anthony Stalter, and Chris Kerber, voice of the blues, joins us right now in the fast lane. What's up, Kerbs? Anthony, how are you guys? We're doing great. I know you've been following the NHL playoffs just like we have. What did you think of the uncharacteristic play last night of Alex Petrangelo? Connor McDavid said his slash on Leon Dreisaitl was, quote, intent to injure. What'd you think? Ah. Uh, you know what? In today's game, I'd agree with him. In the games of yesteryear, it would have been normal hockey. But in today's game, I have no idea what Alex Petrangelo is thinking, and the league frowns upon that kind of stick work. I, I tend to think then, because Darnell Nurse ended up taking that that instigator penalty inside the final five minutes, which is an automatic gain suspension and a $10,000 fine, that might make it a little bit easier for the NHL to suspend Petro for one game if one of the top D for both teams ends up on the shelf. Yeah, curves, uh, uncharacteristic for sure from from Petro. Um, you know, but let's talk for a second here, uh, just in general, about that Oilers team, uh, that series, okay? Because that series has gone back and forth, and now they're both tied at two. Maybe suspension looming for Petro, certainly a suspension for Darnell Nurse. You know, in your opinion... What's the separator for these teams? If one of these teams is going to win, how are they going to do it? One of their goaltenders is going to make a big save at the right time. I, I, I haven't think the goaltending in this series has been good on either side. Um, you know, I know they're continuing to deal with injuries on the Vegas side. Uh, to, to me, to me, a commitment to a a more physical style of play from both teams is important. And, you know, I, I actually I actually think, honestly, the, other, the winner of the other series, Seattle or Dallas, that's able to play the defensive-minded style, might have a chance against one of these two teams when they shouldn't, but, but, but they do. So to me, haven't they? Like, you're like, okay, one team's played well than the other team. I don't think we've seen both teams play well in all aspects of the game since uh you know in this series but i'm just i'm not sold on the goaltending of either team and to me that's the wild card that will be one team's downfall and the other team's reason for winning is whoever in this best of three now gets some decent goaltending curbs if you're the head coach for of the vegas golden knights and you've had brossois who's now injured and aiden hill played last night but gave up four wasn't terrible but certainly 
you know, it's not like it's on lockdown with him. Would you go over and tap the glass and talk to Jonathan Quick and say, hey, big boy, you think you got any gas left in that tank here for us? Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I mean, I, I, I absolutely would. Uh, there's a reason you acquired him. There's a reason you gave something up to Columbus to get him, right? And, and and I'm not sure it's to sit there and watch you guys through the, the playoffs. You knew you were probably going to need them, which is why you're doing it. So, uh, but but then again, now now look, I say that Jamie and you and I are sitting here in St. Louis, Missouri. Neither one of us has been watching practice. Neither one of us has watched him, you know, over some stretches of, of play, you know, while you're while, while things are, you know, since that trade's been acquired. But there has to be a reason that they haven't played him yet, isn't there? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but but there's got to be a reason they haven't gone to that experience through two rounds yet. Yeah, I don't know why either, honestly, because Bruce Cassidy on record saying that Jonathan Quick has played really well for us since we've acquired him, yet he's been apprehensive to, you know, knock on that door. So I, I don't know. Maybe there's more to it, uh, although he did say that it would be Hill and Quick moving forward, and he, he didn't disclose whether he would lean one way or the other. For me personally, if there's no injury or no problem involved with with Jonathan Quick, I don't see how it hurts you to give it a shot. You get a guy like that who, obviously, his pedigree is fantastic. He's a championship goalie. He's a star. I mean, he he can steal games for you if everything's correct. And why not? You know, he's got a chip on his shoulder still, too. Jamie, I'm, I'm a big believer in some real simple philosophies when it comes to sports. You play the situation. In sports that have the clock, you play the clock. And, and and ultimately, for me, you don't lose important games with your best players on the bench, right? So it, I, I have a hard time thinking that Aiden Hill is a far greater option than Jonathan Quick, if what you said is true, that Jonathan Quick is healthy and, and good to go. I just got to think his experience matters here. I don't think if you're Vegas, you're going in saying we've got to, like, I, I don't like the, I'm not comforted with the idea of saying, well, maybe we try to outscore the Edmonton Oilers, especially with the numbers that Dreisaitl's putting up. So I I, I got to think that they've got to think long and hard about using Jonathan Quick. And, again, that's long, coming long from the outside, not talking to anybody inside in terms of how he's looked or how he's played in practice. But you've got to win a best of three here, and it's a chance to, I mean, and let's face it, the winner of this series, just from an all-around depth and skill standpoint, has a terrific chance of going to the Stanley Cup Finals. The Dallas Stars, from an offensive, I think, uh, opportunity, are not as deep as, and, and, and neither are the Seattle Kraken as either of these two teams, but those other two teams play such a good defensive game, and Ottinger might be the great equalizer, Grubauer's experience as well there, but to, to me, the, the winner of this series has a tremendous opportunity for the Stanley Cup Final. And uh, and and but you got to figure out some goaltending, and I don't think either team has done that. Curbs, I want to take you to a trip here. The hot tub time machine is fired up, and I want to go back to 2019. And on this day in 2019, the Blues lost Game One to the San Jose Sharks in that series. But then the rest, as we know, is history. You being there in San Jose with the club and the ups and downs, certainly of the beginning of that series, what do you remember most of what the Blues did to change things or things they may have done to take over that series? 
it truthfully was an attitude. You remember going into game one, the Blues didn't have a whole lot of time because the second series with the Dallas Stars obviously went, you know, to, to the game seven, right? And and double overtime and on top of that. So and and that was just four days earlier on May seventh, right? So now you, you you get out to San Jose and you play game one and San Jose took it to you a little bit. They were feeling it. After that game, at the end of that game, Joe Vitale and Darren Pang got down towards the locker room before John Kelly and I did. We were wrapping our stuff up in the booth. The two analysts got downstairs. They saw Steve Ott in the hallway, and they said, oof, that one got away from you, Coach. And Steve Ott basically said, don't worry about it, fellas. Like, like there was just an attitude of no big deal, right? We know what they're going to do. We know what they're going to bring. We know where our team is at right now. You know, they showed us a lot today that we're going to be able to coach. And it's one aspect of that whole Stanley Cup run that probably should get a lot more notice is the coaching that was done during that, especially from a coaching staff that didn't have a lot of NHL playoff experience as coaches. It's on, on a deep run. And, and, it was, and that attitude was there. So you went in the locker room on practice day the next day, and it was, it was like that first game didn't exist. They just moved right along. And when they get that goal, from, uh, you know, out there and, and, and get the lead and then start to move in game two, then you knew that this series was going to be something. So then game three turns around, and game three is the hand pass game. And same thing. You go into the locker room after the morning after game three. I saw Pat Maroon. I'm like, man, this team is just flatlined. It's like nothing had happened. And I said, Pat, what's the room in here like? And he goes, he goes, curbs, he goes, Another game just coming right up. And they it, honestly, it was like game 10 of the regular season, you felt. I did a radio interview with San Jose after that, the, the morning after game three. And they said, well, what's the mood? They've got to be pretty bummed in that locker room. I said, guys, I don't think San Jose knows what's coming. <laughs> and that's, it's honestly what I said on that interview. I said, I don't think San Jose knows what's coming. And then the Blues just broke a franchise. And they broke the San Jose Sharks. And, and the Sharks still haven't recovered from that series. So, uh, it, it was an amazing series, but to me, the biggest difference was just they. I mean, even they lose game one in Boston. They were flatlined going in. They lose game six here on home ice in, in the Stanley Cup final. They're like, no, let's just get on the road and go. And and never once did you get a sense around this team that that they were defeated. They they were just unflappable. Curbs, it's uh, I'm looking here online. It looks like. Uh... Alex Petrangelo has been fined five thousand dollars for his slash. Yeah, wow! You called that. Listen. You called the, did, yeah. curbs. He called just a a suspend, not a suspension. He called just a fine. Jamie did. Yeah, and I think listen, the league does something that I don't think I'm a real fan of. And if if he had broken, well, there's there actually I got it now that now that we're talking this through. I'm sorry to say, if he had broken the thumb or the hand or the wrist of Dreisaitl, you might have seen a suspension. But you remember, go back, was it, is it Ajo that, was, that, that, that broke his hand in Carolina in round one? Yes. Um, uh, right? And remember Rod Brendamore's pretty stern comments about it? Um, you know, so maybe there was some precedent early on. Look, that's a pretty big deal. The fact that they were getting clobbered the way they do, Darnell, so Petro loses his head, two-hand slashes Dreisaitl, and it's a fine. Nurse loses his head a little bit, ends up taking an instigator, which I would have loved to have seen them repeal, and get suspended. That's a huge suspension for the Edmonton Oilers going into a pivotal game five. And, um, you know, for like, 
I don't know. You, you take a two-handed swing and a two-handed chop like that well after a pass. Uh, like I said, that's old-school hockey, and I'm fine with it. But in today's game, I think it warrants more than the $5,000 fine. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. And again, uh, this is being reported on Twitter. Uh, the Hockey News has put it on here. But again, without the blue check marks, Curbs, it's hard <laughs> to know for sure. I'm still yeah. searching for certainty on this one. Yeah, that's right. You got you got to be a lot more careful now without the blue check mark. Oh, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. the Hockey News is you know reporting it, but at the same time, still uh, not quite sure. But that looks like what happened. The yeah, Hockey News is my, reporting I mean, it if it's the Hockey News. Yeah, yeah. That, that 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 blue that that blue check mark's huge. I mean, my so I've, I've been getting a whole bunch of feeds of like Jamie Rivers parody accounts with like speedo shots and stuff like that. So I, <laughs> oh no, that's I, the real I'm deal, Curves. Real deal. That's oh. the real deal, baby. That's my go-to move. Drop the shorts and wear the speedo. It curbs his feet. I almost hate now if, if if Jamie's going on vacation. It's like, oh no. Yeah, you know what? Like, put that in your passport. No more Mexico for you. Okay. What are you talking about? That's great. That's great for my portfolio, Curbs. You're speechless. I got nothing. Yeah, I you're speechless. I, I would have run out of my time of comeback of viability on that one. <laughs> Curbs, I'm honestly thinking about launching my own line of Speedos coming up here, so stay tuned, okay? You know what? I think you could do it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you will never, listen, you will never see me in one, but, but I think you could do it. All right, there we go. That's all I needed. Wait till he's got the calendar and he asks you to be June, <laughs> Curbs. <laughs> listen, listen. The world may need me in some way, shape, or form in some for something. That would never be a reason. <laughs> that would, like, you know what? Actually, that might, you know what? Not come to think about it. We should take that picture, send it to Speedo. They might pay us not to use that photo. Yeah, that's well, a good either call. way we're getting paid, yeah. right? That's yeah. the way I look at yeah. it. It's it's basic. Yeah. It's it's va- it's basically blackmail, but in some weird form. So <laughs> good call, Curbs. Have a good rest of your week. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the NHL playoffs. All right, guys. Have an awesome weekend. See All ya. Right.